Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, my next guest says that every leader, no matter whether they have several thousand people working with them or just one, has two main responsibilities to create direction and clarity and to get out of the way. But like all things in life, that's easier said than done. Uh, Paula Leach, she's the founder and executive coach of Vantage Points Consulting. She's also the author of a book, Vantage Points, How to Create a Culture Where Employees Thrive. And she joins me now. Good morning, Paula. How are you? Morning, Bobby. Lovely to speak to you today. Now, can we go back to those two jobs that a main leader has, creating direction and clarity and getting out of the way? So we'll start with creating direction and clarity. It probably seems obvious that that should be your your job as a leader, but the getting out of the way bit is the one I suggest that many leaders struggle with. Yeah, it can be. And I think if, if I just take one step backwards, and everything I think about from all my experiences of being a leader myself, but also working with leaders in different contexts. Um, leadership can get, you sort of alluded to this in your introduction, but leadership can get really complicated and we can get caught up, we can get reactive. Um, it can be quite overwhelming with the amount of things that we need to do. So it's really interested in trying to simplify it back. And ultimately the role of any leader is to shift something from A to B, to collectively inspire a group of people to shift something from A to B. And that, that can be, you know, something quite quite um, straightforward and our day-to-day operation, but it could be a huge transformation. And in shifting something from A to B, as, as you were saying, you know, I, I think there are two simple main jobs and they are both needing to happen at the same time. And creating clarity is really important, but you don't just do it once. It's an an ongoing endeavor to make sure that we are all, uh, you know, agreed and aligned and we have a shared endeavor. And the getting out of the way piece, the way I kind of describe it like that, is really about creating space. If you've got a team of people working for you, they've got the skills and capabilities to actually create those shifts. And your job as the leader is to create enough space for those people to be able to fulfill um, you know, their tasks, their creativity, their ideas, their problem solving within the clarity that you have around what you're trying to achieve. Okay. One of the things that you allude to there is simplicity, and I'm a great believer in keeping things simple. So simplicity, when it comes to clarity, is your friend, is it not? Yeah, so I sort of think, um, and the way I've sort of described it in the book is if you if you think there's a sort of a visionary level of clarity, which is effectively where are we going? So, and, and actually it's surprising how difficult it can be to describe that in quite a succinct way. But if you're leading lots of people, you need to, because it needs to be repeatable. It needs to move through the organization like Chinese whispers and not get changed. So the simplicity is really important. There's that vision of where we're going. And then I think the second question to go alongside that is why? So that you've got where are we going and your purpose? Why is it important? So that everybody can kind of understand and and attach their own personal why to it. So that's the sort of first two parts to it. And then, um, and we might explore this a little bit, this I think is the most difficult bit, which is um, what I would call sort of colouring in. So if you think of the that sort of visionary piece is sort of drawing the outline of where we're going. Together, we need to color that in. 
so that it looks the same and we're describing the same thing. So that would, you know, what does it look like when we get there? If we're all heading in this direction, you know, I might think that means this, another person might actually have interpreted that quite differently. So it's really important that we're constantly coming back together to test whether or not we're describing the same thing. And it's the responsibility of the leader, not necessarily to dictate, you know, it's not about dictating what that looks like, but it's about creating the environment where people are constantly having those conversations so clarity exists. Okay. And if we just take that a little bit further, if I'm the owner and managing director of a business and I have a particular end game in mind for the business and I try and balance that then with the with the vision of the guy or girl working in the office or in the warehouse, how do we how do we both end up on the same page? Because the end game might be very different, or the the you know the wanted end game might be end game might be very different for the person in the warehouse than it might be for the owner of the business. Yeah. Well, it's a really good question because at the end of the day, none of this makes sense unless it's about practical reality for, you know, whichever standpoint you're in. So thank you, because I, I think that's a really important, um, you know, way of bringing it into the real world. And so I think there's two things there. One is um, the individual's end game. So what is the individual looking for out of this? And they could be two slightly different things. But in the middle of all of that, if you think of it a bit like a Venn diagram, there's a shared endeavor. And in order for each of those individuals to achieve their end game, and let's take an example, you know, the managing director might be about growth, profitability. At some point, I want to sell the business, you know, whatever that might look like. For the person working in the office, it might be, I need, you know, I need stability, I need a regular, you know, job, I need to understand what I'm doing, I want to develop myself, you know, so they might be their individual. But in the middle of that, there is a facilitation, which is the success of the business. The, the word I kind of use to create that shed is an exchange. So constant exchange of testing what that shared um, vision actually looks like. Yeah, no, I, I think you're dead right, because if you take the, the middle ground uh, in order for, say, the aspirations of the MD to sell the business and the a uh, guy in the warehouse to get a stability and a good wage, the success of the business is paramount to both of those things happening. So it's in both interests to do their part in making sure that the business is, is successful. They may, not, they may not be able to control the outcomes, but they can, as you're right in saying, that they shared middle ground, I think, is very important. Paula, tell us a little bit about about yourself and how you... I suppose, got this interest, a lifelong interest in the way people work. Uh, tell us just a little bit more about how you came to writing this book and your experience that brought you there. Yeah, thank you. I, I, um, I've always been interested in people and always been interested in how, um, how we interact with each other. And always and i probably wouldn't have described this when i was younger but i can describe it this way now because i understand what it is which is really around self-mastery so how how do we get to know ourselves so that we're able to interact in the world and create outcomes for ourselves and others that are successful so i've always been interested in that my career has been in the hr space um so i've always worked in in um in in hr functions and leadership positions and in you know big blue chip multinational organizations working in different functions public sector 
small growth entrepreneurial, so different settings. I've watched and observed all kinds of different leaders at all different levels, whether it's working on the shop floor in a blue collar environment or right up to the executive. And one of the things I just absolutely noticed throughout all of that was many people in leadership positions get those leadership positions because of their technical capability or because of tenure or because they're interested. But as I'm supporting and working with those people in, in my capacity, what I'm noticing is um, that it's quite overcomplicated a lot of the time. And in actual fact, what I came to understand was this sort of, that how do we strip it back to help people to do the job of the leader, which is actually quite different sometimes from the, the technical specialism or your professional background that you've grown up in. And many people weren't out of the way they were actually still very involved um, because, you know, stepping back and being able to create space for other people to lead and for other people to contribute um, can actually feel quite scary because it feels like you're losing control. They were actually in more control. So I'm fascinated by it. And so I um, wanted to step into supporting uh, leaders um, and organizations to really focus on that so that everyone in their organization had the space to thrive. That's that's my sort of okay. real interest. And can I ask you this? Uh, do you think the pandemic and its effects have, have changed us as leaders, that, that leadership now needs to be different in this, in this different world? So um, I, I talk about, I, I, you know, we speak about this quite a lot. I think the pandemic has been an accelerator of something that's already happening. I think technology has actually been the biggest shift in terms of what's happening with leadership because we're no longer leading tasks, we're leading people because a lot of the tasks have been automated. So we were leading people who were doing tasks. We're now leading people to be creative and collaborative and that's the big competitive differ differentiator now. Yeah. And that's been happening for a while. Um, and therefore, that is a much more human endeavor. You need to understand human behavior. You need to understand yourself. It's just a, a, a very um, a human type of leadership and it's an exchange. I think that was already uh, moving. You know, if you think about all the different focus that we've had on things like inclusion or well-being, these things were in our lexicon. I think what the pandemic has done is really, really accelerated that. Um, but I also think that the next generation of um, employees coming into our workplace now will be another accelerator. So there's so many things, technology, Gen Z, pandemic impact, in, that are really globalization, you know, all these different things are creating the environment for leaders to really lean into their humanity because that's where the differentiator is going to be in human leadership. Okay, well, look, fascinating stuff. Uh, the author is Paula Leach. The book is called Vantage Points, How to Create a Culture Where Employees Thrive. And thanks very much for joining us this morning, Paula. Thank you so much, Bobby. Thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.